Oh, we're live. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Funnels and Follow-Up. I'm Katherine Cohen. Barry's feeling just a little bit under the weather today. No, he does not have COVID-19. Um, so, uh, yeah, truth be told, he didn't sleep well, well last night, and I had him running around all day, so there you have it. Um, doing all kinds of stuff. So there you have it. And uh, normally, Barry and I start the show and uh, we talk a little bit about the show, what Funnels and Follow-Up is, and then we bring our guest on, but too much technology for me. That's what I pay him the big bucks for. So here we are. Um, and our guest today on Funnels and Follow-Up is Crystal Tosh of rockstarmedia.co. Yes, .co, <laughs> not .com, not to be confused with .com. Well, Kat, I'm super excited to be here. I am in Kentucky. Um, it's about to rain, so I love jumping on these with you guys and talking. I just had you guys on my show, so it's fun to be on the other side. Yes, you um, do. We're all talking social media for today, what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing, why you need it. Um, places to be and hang out. So I'll let you ask the questions instead of me this time. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, what you're doing right now. You're calling it the quarantine show. Yeah. Because you are. And, yeah. and, and what are you doing on the quarantine show? That is, so everybody, the quarantine show is a podcast and it's part of your funnel. It yeah. brings people in, it attracts people to you and you do your podcast on social media. So go. That's true. So the quarantine show honestly just developed overnight. It was like, well, I'm going to be locked in my house. I can't go see my clients anymore. I can't go to networking events, B&I and things. Yeah. So what can I do? Um, and the quarantine show so far doesn't have a set time. It's honestly like as many lives as I can get in in a week. So um, I've been I've interviewed you guys. I've interviewed weight loss people. I've interviewed a doula. Um, I've kind of any type of business, honestly, I'm featuring on the quarantine show so that we can just um, talk and we can talk about how the realities of what's happening is affecting their business. We even kind of talk about strategies on the show that could help them. Um, and it's a good way for just their company and my company to stay top of mind right now and use the power of live video. So live video is like the king of all things for social media. So it's a great way to get your name out there and get in front of more people. Absolutely. And uh, let's talk about that. But first, you said something. And uh, I'm always self-serving, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Are you a member of BNI? I am. And, this and is one one. This mm -hmm. is one Okay. So. Yeah, it's true. You can count it. <laughs> Yep. Um, we have a little chapter. Well, we, there's two chapters here in my little corner of the world. And um, our chapter is the fastest growing in the region. So we're pretty excited about that. Excellent. So a lot of my BNI members, we're uh, missing each other right now. But we have turned to Zoom for meetings. So. Right. We all yep. we are we are all on Zoom. And that seems to become the new social media. So <laughs> right. for for Obviously, you know, the podcast, um, like those horrible uh, high school pictures of you, are on the internet forever. Yes. And we want this to be evergreen, but we also want it to be ever relevant or relevant right, right now. So tell us, um, what should people be talking about right now? And in the interim, I'm going to put, I think I put up uh, on the screen, um, your company, socialmedia.co. 
rockstarsocialmedia.com. Oh, rock, okay. okay. So let's uh, delete Add the comment. Social. There you go. So okay. you asked what people should be talking about. Well, right now is an unprecedented time. I don't know if anybody's aware, but some real shiz is going down and people have to acknowledge the elephant in the room. You cannot go business as usual. I mean, yes, you can still be selling. It really depends on if you are already online before this started happening. Lots of online businesses are still moving forward. Those who were reluctant to be online now all of a sudden see the value of being online. Sure. Um, that's one of the things I've been spending a lot of time is on the phone with business owners who aren't online and now they want to be online and this can happen again. So getting a plan in place is super important. But if you're a local business, um, brick and mortar specifically, you can use social media right now to stay top of mind. So you can share even relevant local information that's impacting your community. Because if you have a local following, you want to get information out there and you want to get local reliable information. Be like a, a pillar of the community kind of right now. If you're not able to open your doors, this is a great way to interact with your customers. You can also talk about, um, for example, where we are, curbside service for restaurants. Um, some people have even taken it a step farther and they're offering delivery services and things like that. So in the midst of these changes, because it's changing hourly, you can keep everyone up to date. You can also do, you know, showcase your specials. Um, apparently in Kentucky, we believe that alcohol is an essential thing. So um, you can get your margarita to go from the Mexican restaurant now. So when you order your tacos, you can get that to go margarita. So this is all things that people wouldn't know if you weren't advertising it on social media. So, all right. So you now. can advertise all the things that you're doing and you can advertise information about your community. So people come to you to see what specials are and come to you to see what's going on in the community. Like what's the newest and latest development on right. all this crap that's going on. Exactly. And it's also just important to share positive things. So I've seen I've advised a lot of clients to just stay with a positive message. Acknowledge if your business is impacted by this. Obviously, we all are. Um, specifically, if you're in like health and wellness or something like that, you can share things to keep people healthy. Um, but uh, stay on the positive side. Uh, Facebook's full of negative, crazy talk all the time. So you want to try to steer clear of that, even in your personal, I think, um, interactions. It's okay to have a brand. It's okay to have your personal opinions. But right now, I think just trying to be that person that's um, got a plan and is positive is important moving forward. So social media is not just what you're doing under your business name. It's what you're doing under your personal name. Exactly. I don't believe that there is a clear difference. So whether you have a business page and a personal page, your personal page still impacts your business. So it's really important to keep things in mind whenever you're posting, because in my opinion, it's blurring the lines. When you're in a business and you're, whether it's brick and mortar or you're a coach or a consultant, or you have an e-commerce store, the person you present online, even in your personal inter, uh, exchanges impacts your business. So just be cognizant of what you're doing. And I truly believe people need to be authentic with who they are, but there's a way to be authentic um, and have your you know, ideas, but without it being completely negative and the only thing you talk about. So if you do have an opinion about something, just, you know, oh, let's see, should people address political opinions of what is going on right now? 
So uh, I'm going to say no. I think that you keep that to your close friends, but it can definitely impact your business. And I'm not saying be everyone's like, you know, you don't have to love everything that's going on and you can voice your opinion, but just in a respectful way. We don't want to um, kind of add fuel to fires. And it's definitely not good to get in Facebook arguments with anybody if you're if you have a brand that is built around um, you as a person. Um, because you, you lose a lot of people and you're not supposed to be everybody's favorite, but just in the way that you talk online will, um, people will either love you or hate you. And so just finding that middle ground that it's okay. I mean, I have a master's in public health. I have my own opinions about what's going on and I do share them with evidence based research and things like that, but it's not the only thing I'm talking about online. I don't spend my whole day getting into arguments on Facebook. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you, Katie, for that comment. Thank you for that question. Um, what makes you the social media guru? Why Gosh. should I trust you with my social media dollars? Um, because I don't just do ads. A lot of social media is geared towards um, paid advertising. And I, mm -hmm. if you don't have an organic social media handle on what's going on, it doesn't matter how much money you put towards ads. Because if you have a social media platform, say Facebook, and you haven't touched it in a year or six months or three months, and then you pay a lot of money for Facebook ads, those people might be driving, you may get traffic and sales, but if they have nowhere to fall after that, where they can keep building that no like trust relationship with you, okay. it's not gonna benefit you. It's like a short-term goal. It's a short-term game, not a long-term game. So I'm really focused on helping people either one, learn how to manage the platforms that they need to be on, on their own through a coaching program, or I just take all the stress off of you and I manage it for you. So we, you know, deep dive and talk about your business and who your ideal client is. And, and, you know, we, the logistics of it is we share Google drives and things like that, but I take all the stress away and I become your voice online and I interact with your customers. So that's the management side of social media. So you said a great word, interaction. Mm -hmm. Engagement is key. If you have someone comment on anything, even if it's a heart or um, a really generic comment of like, I really like this, you need to go in and respond to them because they took the time to acknowledge you and what you're doing. So you need to do the same for them. All right. So um, let's take Facebook as an example. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe businesses should have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, especially if they are um, a more service oriented business. Although there are certain, I think there are certain products that, that could warrant a group too, mm -hmm. um, simply, you know, simply because people want to talk about the product. Right. How Absolutely. often do I need to be in there? Um, how often should I be interacting and you know how many groups are too many groups okay it's a great question um i don't recommend you make five or six groups i think that you usually should have one free group where it's on you use it like a funnel so people find you either via your personal page or your business page and they you funnel them into the group and you really need to be active in your groups the reason why is this is a captive audience who's made that first initial step to show you that they're interested in what you're doing. So add value, add value to your groups. 
Um, it's kind of like giving away the farm. And as Gary Vaynerchuk always says, the people who give the most value will win in the end. It doesn't matter how much information you give someone in a group. You can pretty much give them exactly what you do. But people need to hear things, you know, seven or eight times before they sure. actually start to process what they need to do. But then they also need accountability and they need an action plan. It's overwhelming to learn something completely new. So I find clients who hold back their secret sauce and all their info in the in especially in the coaching consulting world. And they don't see that even if they give that away, people still need you. Like you are what makes that happen, right? Um, so the groups are be active. So I recommend a free group where you start people there and then they funnel into private groups that are for your paid programs. And it's a good way to keep track of everybody whenever they're moving through the program. So maybe you have um, a tiered program, you know, three levels. Right. So you would have three groups for those paid people and you would have one free group that's constantly growing where you're adding value and then you're making offers. I recommend a weekly offer to work with you. Weekly offer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So tell us about that. But I just want to put this up that you are your secret sauce. Yes. Dude. Yes, absolutely. You, you are what makes it unique. We're, I mean, let's be honest. There's a thousand business coaches. There's lots of social media coaches and managers, but everybody has a little bit different of a secret sauce or technique. And so that's what you want to work with when you're working with people is, is being able to show them what makes you unique. Okay. Um, Katie says, what types of businesses do I typically work with? Gosh, I work with all different types, um, but I like helping service-based people. Um, so coaches and consultants, I like helping them learn how to leverage social media on their own through a process of figuring out their offer and who their ideal client is and then how to reach them through the social media. And as far as management, um, management's really good for either a very established coach or consultant that already has their brand down or a brick and mortar uh, or e-commerce business that's about traffic and sales. Okay, so that good good group of people. And guys, notice out there that Crystal has specific things that she does with specific people. Mm -hmm. So she has her ideal client. She's got her avatar down pat. She has actually two avatars. She's yep. got that down pat. Then she knows what the pain point of each of those people are and what she can offer them. Now, she can offer somebody her high end, uh, you know, you just give me money and I will give you great social media back. Right. And if somebody's not ready for that, they don't trust that that's mm -hmm. how it works. They want to do it all themselves. Okay, we can downgrade the package. Right. Somebody who's new starting out and, you know, Crystal may say, okay, you know, learn about social media because you should all, whoever you hire out, my, but you should know something about that aspect of your business. Absolutely. It's your business. business but, yeah. You know, if, if Crystal says to you, well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm thinking that you need to, you know, take this course first. You could say, well, you know what? I don't want to do any of it. Here's the money you do it. So right. you need to be flexible with your clients. And Absolutely. You need to know exactly what's going on with them. So let's uh, let's go ahead and hide that comment. And you said, 
make a weekly offer in your group. Am I being too pushy if I do that? No, you're not saying like, join my, join my program right now, but you do need to tell these people what the next step is. Because if you don't ask, they're not real, you know, maybe one in 10 people will ask you how they work with you farther. But if you're not adding value and then making an offer, they don't know what the next step is. They think, okay, well, I'm just going to keep watching her Facebook lives in this group and try to figure it out. Um, you have to be very clear in what, what are the next steps? What's the path? What, where, what are we trying to do? And you know what you talked about pain points, Pat, and it always comes down to this time or money. Most likely is you're either saving people time or you're increasing their money. And sometimes if you save them time, you're doing, you know, that, or if, if we're specifically, if I'm working with an e-commerce store and we're doing ads, then we know that we want to spend a certain amount of ad spend to increase a certain amount of traffic to increase their sales. But if I am working with a brick and mortar that is like a resort and they have a very good brand and there's people already coming, then it's more like brand awareness. It's showing what specials are going on, tournaments, things that are engaging the community so that you stay top of mind. But it's still taking something that is a struggle for them to do off their plate so that they can go off and do something else that's income generating. Right. So if you know your client or your avatar, then you know their pain point. And if you know your their pain point, you can do for them what is most needed and most effective for them. Right. I mean, and that's what I talk about so much with social media and why people need some sort of social media in some realm. I mean, if you're brand new to this, you can watch some YouTube videos, but you almost need someone to sit you down and pull it out of you. Like, what is it that you do? And that's what you guys do. So the here, if, if I could put everybody on a like conveyor belt of business, it would be start with a business coach that's going to help you figure out what you do, who your ideal client is, what their pain points are and um, what your offer is. And then you need to come see me so we can figure out how to scale it, get it out and reach those people. Like what platform are they hanging out on? Sure. You don't need to be everywhere. I, I tell people that all the time. You need to be predominantly where your target audience is, where your ideal clients hang out. So what is their age demographic? Are they creatives and on Instagram? and TikTok, or are they more brick and mortar business folk um, and traditional? They're on Facebook, so. So do you mean that if my target audience is 45 years and older and, you know, entrepreneurial professionals, I shouldn't be on Snapchat? You can, but I wouldn't spend my time there. <laughs> It's not going to be a good ROI. It's more of a time sink. And that's where a lot of people get overwhelmed with social media is because there are so many platforms and they think, oh, social media, I have to be everywhere. But you don't. I mean, you really don't. But I always tell people to focus in on, you know, one or two, depending on what you're doing. I will say TikTok's growing and I see the benefit of TikTok for certain businesses, but uh, it's not where every business needs to be. Right. So, so um, Everybody somehow or another ends up on Facebook, mm -hmm. whether they're doing a lot of social media push and maybe they should or they shouldn't, 
or they're just, you know, nowadays they're, you know, trying to connect with friends and family because you can't connect in person, whatever it is. Right. And even, even when we don't have a, an international worldwide pandemic, going on, people are all over Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I hear this from my clients all the time. And I'll just tell you what my solution is. My solution is if they're local to get in my car, drive over to their office, smack them a few times, pull the plug out of the computer and drive back. Um, they don't like that. And the mm -hmm. problem is that they go on Facebook as instructed mm -hmm. to do social media and they end up playing whatever the heck games you have on social media or whatever, you know, argument they're in. Yes. They you become tips to not go down the rabbit hole. Uh, it's hard for everyone. So I will say that you just have to time block. You have to say, I'm going to accomplish X, Y, Z at between this time and this time on Facebook. Um, a lot of people, you know, interact on Facebook. It's a great way to start a conversation that's going to go farther. But right. if you don't set time limits, you're going to get in, caught in what I call the scroll hole and you're going to be a content consumer instead of a content creator. And I have been there before myself because my whole world is on social media. And so I get sucked in and then I've wasted an hour or two and I'm not producing content. I'm consuming content. So okay. content creation is income in the future. When you're just sitting there consuming content, you're not, you're not making yourself any money. Now, see, I don't know how Barry, because Barry really does not type well. Um, and somehow he keeps his eye over there and he can still type. That's okay. I have to look down when I do mine too. Yeah. So, so um, it, it is a scroll hole and yeah. be a content creator, not a content consumer. Yeah. I, I could just sit here and, and do these, uh, um, do these little messages all, all night and day. We got, I know we got three little hearts and three and three views and a couple Yay. of other people here and there. Questions. And if you guys have questions, I'm happy to answer them. Absolutely. If you've got any questions for Crystal, go ahead and uh, type them into the comment section. Uh, if you're watching us live on YouTube, I have no flipping clue where you could put the question. So like run over to Facebook, find yeah. us a, a funnels and follow up and type your questions there. That's a good question for me to know. Where yeah, I, you guys use a different software than me, so yes. I'm not going to be able to ex answer that. But um, I love that you guys can stream to two platforms at once. So um, you guys, you brought up Zoom and I thought we just touch on it really quick. Um, Tell us about Zoom. I'm really sad that Zoom's getting so much hate right now. They try to do something great for people and then everybody attacks them. And it's like, did you, uh, there's holes in every software people. I mean, your webcam can be hacked by amateur hackers. I mean, let's, they were trying to do something good. And um, to the people who are, you know, jumping in rooms when they shouldn't be, you know, shame on you. You ruined a good thing, but Zoom is powerful. Zoom Zoom has been something that we have used for years and yeah. it's it's cool to see more people using it because this just changed so much. Do you know how many more people are going to work from home? Do you know how many people are considering homeschooling their kids or online schooling their kids because it's not as bad as they thought or they've 
figured out a new rhythm for their life that works for them. Zoom is a powerful tool and Zoom you can use um, to conduct meetings kind of like Kat and I are doing right now, but add 30 more people. Um, and you can teach to them or um, you can do your group coaching if you're a service based professional. Um, and these are recorded so you can put them up in your group when you're done. You can stream them live to Facebook um, and you can use them as webinars. So Zoom is very powerful. Yeah, Zoom is extremely powerful. You know, use it the way it should be used. Um, and hey, if you've if you've got to if you've got to put some restrictions on it, then so be it. Now Zoom is demanding passwords, but you can get around mm -hmm. the password thing. So there's that. Mm -hmm. um, you can have a waiting room so that as you're conducting your meeting, you see who comes into the waiting room and you let them in. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that Zoom already had in place mm -hmm. uh, to protect you. People just didn't know, jumped over too fast, didn't um, you know, didn't read the instruction manual, if you will. Right. And yeah. unfortunately, there were a lot of haters out there. I mean, I get, you know, different daily emails um, mm -hmm. from causes from yeah. different, you know, sign this and sign that. And I wrote a scathing email back to one of right. them and got off their list. And I'm like, do you see all the great things Zoom is doing for people? Yeah, right now? absolutely. The good outweighs the negative. And, you know, they couldn't they could have never prepared. They literally pivoted their entire company within days of seeing a need and a way to help our country. And I applaud them for doing what they did. And I, I think it's unfortunate to people, you know, who have so much negative to say, but again, this goes back to being, you know, a content creator instead of a content consumer, because you right. could, could put that email if you wanted to in a Facebook post and go, you know, this is why Zoom is a great company and why we should care that they did what they did. And here's my opinion. That's a great use of like your voice in a different way okay. than to just share an article with no thoughts. That's another thing that I, I caution people is just randomly sharing stuff that's being shared. You really, if you're trying to stand out as an authority figure, no matter what you teach on, you need to make sure that what you share is credible. Oh God. <gasps> Oh, amen, sister. Amen, sister. I cannot tell you how many people I have yelled at in the last uh, couple of weeks that are sharing complete and absolute misinformation mm -hmm. um, about we're doing this in the middle of COVID-19. They're sharing complete misinformation about COVID-19. And, you yeah. know, next year when whatever flu comes around or whatever virus comes around, they'll share, they'll share the same videos and apply it to that without even looking at it. And right. it's dangerous people. It's not just annoying in, you know, in inboxes, it's dangerous. And I cannot tell you how many business owners have lost complete credibility with me. That's my point is that people think that because they didn't post it on their business page, that it's not going to affect them. And that's where something as a company that I always say in social media, it's about blurring the lines, both good and bad. So depending on where, where you fall on certain things, what you say matters. Um, and I get it. Listen, there's people who are conspiracy theorists and that's their thing. Or there's, you know, people who love certain things. It's fine to be who you are, but you right. really, when you're running a business, you need to be careful about where you share that information. I mean, it's best to keep it with your close net friends. I mean, I have like two or three good ones that I talk to on a regular basis. That's where you go vent all of 
all of your crazy too. And everybody's got their own crazy. I don't care what anybody says. Somebody has, everybody has something, but we don't really want to have that in the forefront of our business, even on our personal page, because if anybody knows you, they know that you own a business. Okay. So, um, and, and I know this is not a personal favorite of yours, but let's talk a little bit about LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. LinkedIn versus Facebook. Oh, well, if you're a business to business, if you, uh, type of person like me, I work with businesses. LinkedIn is a great place to spend my time. Um, again, be a content creator, make yourself an authority, put consistent uh, messaging out there, share your personal story. Um, let's talk about what I hate about LinkedIn. And that is that every time I get on my LinkedIn, I have 40 messages of someone trying to sell me something without even knowing me. Um, that is why people don't like LinkedIn right now. Um, and it's unfortunate because it's a great tool. And if used correctly, it can be very powerful. I mean, when I first moved back here from Seattle, I used LinkedIn to connect with some very big movers and shakers in my local community because I found them on LinkedIn. I messaged them a personal message and we sat down for coffee that ultimately resulted in me being offered jobs and, and all sorts of things. I mean, I'm on the health coalition because of it, but I was even told by them that they hadn't been messaged or approached the way that I did. So there's a technique to doing it. Okay. And it's not like a mass copy paste that you really have to know who they are. What are they doing? Where did they go to school? You know, take a minute and read their, their whole life is in a resume form on that LinkedIn page. Get to know them. Where can you relate to them? So, and then message them and, and ask for a legitimate, like, be honest about what your intentions are too. Nobody likes trickery. No, nobody wants to be tricked. Um, and whenever you try to be inauthentic or you try to be sneaky, it comes people can pick up on it. You're not fooling anybody. Yeah. It, it you can smell it. I mean, I, that's the only way I can describe it. You can like smell it through the, through the screen. There's something mm -hmm. like, I know I read something and my nose goes like that as, as if somebody who, stunk walked in the room it's it's really weird the reaction but that's that's my reaction anyway yeah uh, when we started talking you mentioned that in fact um video live video mm -hmm. is king yeah um, why because facebook loves it facebook will the algorithm fave favors live video. You're going to auto populate into twice as many feeds on your business page if you use live video. Um, and so here's the thing. The stats of live video is sometimes people don't watch on more than three, three seconds, six seconds. But if that video is auto populating into more feeds, you can go in and adjust your heading over your video that you just made to cover all the topics that you you know, your bullet points and make your offer. If it's to join um, your group or something like that, you link everything above that video. So they're getting the information even if they don't watch the video, but you're being exposed to twice as many people. Video is powerful on LinkedIn as well. On any platform video, you know, it's, it's video is queen and live video is king. That's, okay. that is the key. Um, and then, a secret to live video too is if you're making some on your on your personal page or your business page and you can see like we can see Katie hopped on right um, when you're kind of just starting out and you're not super busy it's best practice to get off of your Facebook live and actually PM whoever watched you and interacted with you and thank them for their participation 
it goes a long way. People like to be doted over. People like to feel like they matter too. And so just saying, thanks so much for taking the time. It was, you know, it helped me out because I had interaction and it, it made it less awkward for me. Just be honest. Um, it goes a long way. They're more likely to watch you again. Wow. Okay. So that, that I did not know. That is a super cool tip for everyone that going and PMing them after your live video. Um, and what about recorded video on LinkedIn? Cause not everybody can do mm -hmm. LinkedIn. Right. Yes. Recorded video. Same thing. Like just be cognizant of who's going in and commenting on your videos and, and tell them like, thanks for making that comment and just expand on the conversation. Sometimes you can take that conversation off of there into the, you know, the direct messaging. And okay. it's always just about getting to know people on a more personal level. And, you know, you, it's okay to make an offer. If you genuinely believe that what you do changes lives and it adds value, there is no harm in going, I think you're the perfect candidate for what I, I have to offer because X, Y, Z. They'll ultimately make the decision, but you have to be willing to also offer what you do. Um, and it's not salesy and weird if you create a genuine connection and conversation and then you say, here's how I think I could help you. Or this is why I think what I have to offer is perfect for you. Right. They can say and, yes or no. And, and you don't do it with everyone because right. everyone and anyone is not your client. No. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's super important too. I tell people that whenever, you know, I'm talking about social media because sometimes people say, well, I don't know. I'm going to offend blah, 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 which goes back to my point about you know, you got to be authentic and there's a fine line, but don't be the conspiracy theorist sharing crazy information, but also own who you are. I say curse words. I've said them on stage speaking at events. It's who I am. I, if you don't like it, I'm not the girl for you. Right. I can't help it. I'm not, I'm not purposely like going out of my way to do that, but sometimes I'll drop a curse word. And if you're super offended, we don't need to work together because I promise in a meeting, I'll probably drop another one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, again, that's the ideal client. Know who you are before mm -hmm. you start going after people know who you are. Yes. So, you know, if your ideal client is prim and proper, like the queen of England, and you are not mm -mm. reevaluate because you're going to be starving. Right. You know, know who you are first. I agree with that completely, Kat. Like, know who your authentic self is. Get comfortable with who you are. Get comfortable expressing yourself and being okay with the feedback. Listen, you're not for everybody. That's and that's okay. You you don't want to be for everybody because if you're for everyone, you're for no one. I mean, like if you're if you're speaking to the masses, trying to please everyone, I promise your message is being drowned out by someone else. Absolutely. Um, you want to attract, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. I, that's, I don't know who said that, but it's all over the internet. Um, and it's true. It's who you are. Well, the pe the right people will come to you. I also try to teach people that. And I know you teach the people that you can't go after everyone. So don't stay in your lane, do what you're good at, share your message. The right people will be attracted to you. If only I could spell. <laughs> I'm the worst speller. If if Grammarly wasn't on my computer, all of my social media posts would have lots of errors. <laughs> let's see. Let's put this one out here. Here we go. 
right? Did I get that right? Your vibe attracts your tribe. Yep. It does. It does. And that's okay. I mean, that's what you want. You don't, I mean, you don't want to just be for everybody. You no. can't just you think can't. about that. You can't please everyone. And if, you know, I hear a lot of times, well, so-and-so said this bad about me or somebody made a negative comment. Listen, bad press is, is press at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. I, I've been torn apart in a group before, but you know what it did? It actually ended up benefiting me because it made people notice me and then they came over towards me. So, you know, it's engagements, engagement. Some people delete negative comments. I just address negative comments. Right. Without, without necessarily picking a fight, like uh, right. Yelp, which is social media. If mm -hmm. somebody makes a negative comment about your business on Yelp, that is an opportunity for you to publicly yeah. fix the problem. It is not an opportunity for you to say you're an ass. Right. Absolutely. I did the right thing. Yes. Yeah, same thing with like Facebook. I mean, I've seen people kind of get torn apart on business pages and stuff where there was a bad experience and it is an a public opportunity for you to make it right or to at least share both sides of the story and offer. You can disagree with your customer if something was really bad in a respectful way. You can yeah. also try to make amends. I'm sorry if you come back, we'd like to X, Y, Z. But you have to look at all the eyeballs that are out here that can see that and how you handle that situation yeah. speaks very you know, highly about who you are. And if it, you just try to delete that comment, it's gonna, listen, if you delete stuff, people will know. Right. It's better to just address it and move on. Right. Especially, you know, unless it's like highly offensive. Yes, if it's highly you know, offensive. If it's highly yeah. offensive, like some of the comments that have been left on 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 my discussions, my personal discussions. Some have said comments have been left by oh, I don't know, family members. Oh um, no. <laughs> and, and you know, and some of yeah, them are, and that's not, opinion. Yeah. You know, that's your opinion. That's you know, that's okay. And then some of them are like just right out vicious. And it, no, mm -hmm. no, you're, you're not. You're if it's vicious. No one deserves to be treated that way. No, absolutely but if it's not. something like your food was terrible and you guys left, you know, we had bad service, something generic that is especially related to like a brick and mortar, you have a chance to address it. Mm -hmm. You can also just acknowledge like we're people, we all mess up. Tonight right. wasn't our best night. We apologize. We'd like to, you know, X, Y, Z, give us another chance. People yes. will give you another chance. But people don't like it whenever you're arrogant and you act like you never do wrong. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, parting words for social media interaction. If everybody who's listening, everybody who's watching needs to come away with an idea in their brain, that idea is what? Be your brand, no like trust. People will always buy from who they know they like and they trust. So share personal stories of triumph, share your journey, um, talk about what makes you, you, um, share the good, share the bad. I mean, people want to see a little vulnerability. You, if you feel, if you're so perfect on social media that people are in, extremely intimidated by you, you're unobtainable. So if you're, especially if you're a coach or consultant or something like that, you don't want people to feel like you're so far up here that, that they can't relate to you because mm -hmm. then they feel like that they can't benefit 
and they can't get to where you are. It's kind of like helping people up every, you know, the ladder behind you. So you just want to show that like you may be here, but this person can get there too. So, and I think that's with anything is just being encouraging to others and, and having the mindset that silence you. <laughs> that was good. Um, I really want to encourage people to have the mindset in whatever business you're in that there's enough to go around. Success is for everyone. And um, when you have that idea that, oh, well, I have to be the best and nobody else can do what I do, you're really hurting yourself because we all win when we build each other up. So if there's someone who's really like interested in what you're doing and they want to do it too, encourage them to follow your journey. You might be able to help them. So just be positive, be yourself and use social media as a tool to get to know people before you sit down with them. Okay. And last thing we're putting up there is how to, how to get in touch with you. Leave yeah. off the last M. Yeah. Um, <laughs> rockstarsocialmedia.co. Yeah. Uh, any, any other parting, anything you want to leave our audience with? I have a support group. If you guys um, are looking for social media support, what do you know? I have a group. It's called Rockstar Social Support. I go live in there lots. I drop little nuggets here and there. We have conversations. Um, it was literally um, a kind of like thought Whenever I thought about doing the quarantine show, I thought, you know what, I need to make a group and just throw business owners who are experiencing all sorts of anxiety in here and just add as much value as I can. So I have the group. I'm also offering free 15, 20 minute strategy calls with it doesn't matter what you do. If you're a baby business owner, you're established, you don't know what to do. You, you have social media, you don't have social media. I'll hop on the phone with you and we can just knock out like two or three ideas that you can take and and try and see if that helps you and if nothing else just reduce some anxiety so you can follow me crystal tosh on my personal page you can friend request me um if i see that we know each other i will add you you can follow my business page um, rockstar social media um, i'm on instagram and TikTok, so you can find me pretty much anywhere and you can email me on my website all right socialmedia.co Dot co. So we've got rockstarsocialmedia.co. We got rockstar social support and uh, Crystal Tosh, um, who is our okay. guest today. And, and you know, find her, seek okay. her out, uh, start to follow Thank Crystal. Thank you, Kat, for having me on. It was, this was so fun. I loved it. Yeah, it was like a little, it was like a little girl's thing. It so. was. I liked it. Don't tell Barry. Okay. So until <laughs> next time, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.